Okay, and in the studio now we have our two guests, and one's Amanda and the other one is... Jill. Jill. Okay. Um, let me just get this started. And first of all, who are we going to start with? Amanda? Yeah, so I'd, I'd love to introduce Connect Groups, um, if you'd like me to. Yeah, so um, I'm from an organisation called Connect Groups, which is the peak body for support groups in Western Australia. And we're the voice for over 700 groups across the state. Uh, these are mostly volunteer-run groups and they provide peer support to one another across a wide range of conditions, including mental health conditions, chronic and genetic conditions, social isolation and other life adversities. Mm -hmm. um, and our, our main role as their peak organisation is to support the groups to stay sustainable um, and we also support people who are looking at starting groups, so sort of helping them with those first foundational steps to creating what, a group. Well, what if, what if, what if a person has some sort of um, issue and they want to find out if, that there's even a group in Connect for that? Yeah, absolutely. So we'd encourage them to get in touch with us um, and they can do that by giving us a call on 9364 mm -hmm. or they can visit our website which is www.connectgroups.org.au and we actually have an online directory of support groups on that website that they can search through. All right and, and you wanted to talk about the, um, women's paid and unpaid contributions in the not-for-profit for sector. Yes yeah that's right so women actually make up 80% of the support group sector and this is inclusive of women who are facilitating support groups, many at a volunteer capacity, um, and women who are attending support groups. Uh, it also includes women who are attending men's support groups at a carer's capacity, because we know that a person who's caring for someone with a mental health condition or a chronic health condition also experiences that sense of isolation. Um, and so we thought it was a great opportunity today to actually bring in one of our support group members and someone that we identify as a woman in leadership, uh, which is Jill here. And we thought we'd invite her to come in to speak about her support group, PTSD West. All right. Thanks, Amanda. Well, Jill, I'm really intrigued by this because it's, it's so much in the news, PTSD. And so do you want to tell us a little bit about it? About the group? And, uh, and about your story. About the story. So I have PTSD. I have active PTSD um, myself. So, and I desperately searched for places where I could meet other women with PTSD mm. and I couldn't find any. Mm -hmm. um, I also was quite surprised because it's we don't often hear women and PTSD mentioned together. But in fact, women are twice as likely to have current symptoms of PTSD. So that's why I was really surprised that I couldn't find anything out there when mm -hmm. there are so many women who've been diagnosed with the condition. Um, and I searched for quite a long time and I had an idea that was forming in my mind and I found connect groups online and went to to a couple of workshops. The first workshops that I went to were with Amanda, so thanks for that, Amanda, uh, about setting up a Facebook group and I went home and I did that and that's how it started. All right. And is it too personal or can you share your story? I, I won't share my story of trauma. And in, in fact, within the group, we rarely talk about our own individual traumas because that's mm. something that is better off being dealt with in a therapeutic space. So oh, with okay. professionals, but we do talk about 
the symptoms of PTSD and share resources and support each other on that healing journey. Yeah. Can you talk about some of the symptoms of PTSD? Absolutely. Um, The main symptoms are hypervigilance, which is uh, jumpiness and intolerance to sound and being startled easily, so constantly on alert. Uh, Flashbacks, which can be nightmares or the memory can come up again as if it's happening now rather than something that like a a lot of bad memories will be things that you experience as happening having happened in the past but with PTSD you experience it as as happening again so you feel like you're back in it Um, avoidance which is avoiding all memories of the trauma and maybe avoiding places and people that remind you of the trauma or um, Mm. news stories or really anything that's a trigger and um, negative uh, thoughts and mood so there'll there'll be a change in those. So it's quite a debilitating condition and one that can leave people feeling very alone because especially often people will will want to isolate because it feels safer and it feels calmer. Mm. So it's very disconnecting. How do you encourage people to get back on track and start doing things that they've been avoiding? Um, well, I don't take on that responsibility of encouraging people to do things because that's really something that they would do in therapy. But the group exists and there are different opportunities for people to connect. So they can either connect in the Facebook group and they can just simply join and read what other people are posting or they might feel confident enough to post or to ask questions or to reach out if they ha- there's some information that they, they would like to know or would like to share. We also run Zoom catch-ups so that they might connect in person, well, not in person, but via Zoom so they get to see each other, but they can choose to turn off their video and, and change their name on there if they'd prefer mm-hmm. to be incognito. We have monthly coffee catch-ups, which is simply, we I explain it as we are simply a group of women who are meeting for coffee in a coffee shop who happen to have PTSD. So it's not somewhere where we sit around and talk about our traumas, but somewhere where we just talk about things that women would talk about and mm. we might get around to sharing, you know, somebody might say that they've tried a therapy or they've read a book, but we don't get into people's traumas okay in a deep way and um we've been really fortunate to have received funding from connect groups which has allowed us to run workshops so there have been a number of different workshops which people can come along to and as well as a retreat which was just absolutely fantastic um and occasionally people will volunteer their services to run workshops or offer workshops at a very discounted rate and maybe also at no cost for those people who can't afford it. Wow. Um, so so you'd say the first thing to do would be to, if you're suffering, would be to see a therapist to make sure that you have PTSD. Absolutely. I would recommend people to go and see their GP and ask for a referral to somebody who is qualified to diagnose you with PTSD. That's certainly not something that we would do in the group. Like mm-hmm. we are all just women with PTSD. Uh, we are not. How how often therapy. how often are the meetings? We don't have meetings 
Um, but we do have coffee catch-ups, yeah, which yeah. are monthly, uh, Zoom catch-ups, which um, were happening weekly and will pick up again, and um, workshops when we have the funding and can organise them. And so, But they have been fairly regular over the last year. Um, are you one of the people that organises? I do a lot of organising. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of my time. Yeah. Um, but... So post-traumatic stress syndrome, right? Disorder, yeah. Yeah, disorder is what it's all about. Do you have any men in your group? We don't. It's a group for Western Australian women only who are over 18 and um, they have to have been diagnosed. And um, although, you know, they say, if they say they're diagnosed, I don't do any background checks. That's not my job and not my responsibility to do that. But it's... It's really the group is around is is about creating safe spaces for women with PTSD to meet each other so that they don't feel so isolated. Mm, and I, there's a lot of healing in that. And in fact, our vision is healing through connection. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> and okay, and going back to you, yes. <laughs> what would you like to add? Oh, I think it's just been um, amazing to hear more about a PTSD support group and to hear from one of our support group founders. Um, and I wouldn't mind sort of asking Jill if she could share a bit of information about how the group went during the COVID-19 lockdown. Mm. Uh, yes, uh, we, we managed to kick along quite nicely because we had a Zoom subscription that was funded by connect groups in one of our grants so we could have zoom catch-ups we had a meditation session um and one of the admin the other admin in the group held weekly dinner catch-ups for people who are living alone so that they could have their dinner via zoom um we used yeah zoom in different ways we also had a training course run by mifwa which was offered to our group at no cost. And we had the training manager from Comwa uh, come along and I interviewed her and she talked about their services. So we had different things. And as soon as we were able to, we started our face-to-face catch-ups again. Mm. It's fascinating to me because um, trying to understand about what, what PTSD is all about and how it can affect you. Can it affect any age? Yes. Yes, it can affect children, men, women, elderly people. It can affect anyone. And usually it comes in the wake of what a, a trauma. Yes. Something bad happening. Um, we mentioned before um, a lady who nearly got hit by a car and um, I think and became very nervous and skittish around cars after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it it's around powerlessness as well, so being terrified and powerless so that you really feel that the energy is trapped in your body and it's hard to release. Um, I think the, the what was really interesting for me was reading the statistic that said that women are twice as likely to have PTSD, but there are so few services out there for women. So a lot of women will think that if they have not done serve a, a military military service or been an emergency services worker 
that they shouldn't have PTSD. Um, so I was that's just really reading isolating. Yeah. A true story by a police officer who um, actually had to leave the police force because of PTSD. Yes. And what she had seen at accident sites and gradually um, caught up with her. Yes. Absolutely. And, and I think that people do much better if they have a good support system around them. So this is one way that people or women in WA can access support is through PTSD West. Okay, um, that sounds great. All right, and um, can we have these? You absolutely can. And I'll leave a few more flyers and um, business cards with you in case you have any listeners that want to come in and get hold of them. All right. But we can be found by searching PTSD West on Facebook. There is also a web page, which is www.ptsdwest.com. Um, and there's, there's a public Facebook page and then there's the closed group. The closed group? Yeah, so people who, if they want to join the closed group, have to answer three questions and agree to the group rules. And that is to keep the group safe for the women that are currently in it. Um, and we're quite strict on that. All right. And Amanda, would you like to um, add anything? Oh, I'd just like to um, thank Jill for coming in and speaking about PTSD West. And just um, I think it's really important that we see um, support group leaders being acknowledged for their contribution to the care economy. Um, mm. And also to let listeners know that... Um, if they are looking for any other trauma support groups as well, we do have a number on our database. So we'd be very happy for anyone to give us a call who's looking for support and we can link them to some suitable right. groups. Yeah, I remember doing a series with this years ago when it was um, WISH. It used to be the Western Institute for Health. Yes, yeah, yes. years ago. Yeah. So it's kind of good to get this back in the spotlight again. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, well, Amanda, she's with Connect Groups, and Jill, PTSD West. Thank you so much for talking with us. Thank you very much for having us. Thanks, yes, thanks for having us, Kerry. All right, we'll hear a song and then, hmm.